Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success Has Listeners? Tyler McCart. Man, episode 66, baby. We are in the house. In the house. God's in the house. Now, I got to tell you something. Never in my wildest dreams, again, and I keep saying this a lot, that we'd reach over 60 episodes. <laughs> oh, man. But today, guys, we've got Dr. J- uh, Jason Jones that is going to be lighting it up, lighting it up. I love it, love it, love it. And if you're the first time actually listening to Success Edge, I just want to welcome you. Thanks for listening. Now, here's the thing about the Success Edge. Here's the reason why we're doing what we're doing is because I wanted to provide resources. I I wanted to stop complaining about not having enough Christian resources out there for Christians in in the marketplace. And I decided to say, hey, let's just create a resource. And so that's why this podcast became uh, available. That's why God kind of birthed it. And I'm uh, definitely excited about having it out there for you guys. You know, from the different people that we've had on, uh, to the different books that are recommended, to all the different stories. We have got resources at your fingertips so that you actually, you know, as a community, as a listener of the Success Edge, can glean can actually gain some insight, gain some wisdom into your walk as a Christian in the marketplace. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. If this is your first time, if you're a veteran, again, I appreciate you actually listening on a weekly basis every Tuesday that we come out with an episode. So social media, if you want to go and find out, uh, find us on the social media aspect, go to thesuccessedge.biz um, and scroll down on the homepage and you'll find actually all the links for where we're at on social media. Now, Dr. Jason Jones, man, episode 66. So if you want to go find all the show notes for uh, Dr. Jason Jones, go to thesuccessedge.biz backslash 66 to find all of the show notes and connect with Dr. Jason Jones. This is a great interview, guys. It's pretty deep. Um, And it's deep because of it talks about your giftings. Jason does a deep dive with this, and I think it's going to be good. So let's go ahead and hop into it, and we'll catch you guys on the other side. So what's going on, Success Has Listeners? Tyler McCart. Yep, I know it. I'm always coming at you, and I'm bringing the best, baby, the very best in the marketplace. And I have got a doctor, yes, a doctor in the house, Dr. Jason (laughs) Jones, Vice President of Leadership Development for Strata leadership, man. And dude, this is going to be a good one. It is their company is all about character based leadership and high value and high performance cultures. Okay. Jason is a corporate psychologist and Jason, you're going to tell me what that means. A corporate psychologist. Wow. (laughs) That is interesting. He's all about motivating uh, employees. He's the author of the book, 28 days to a motivated team. He lives in Dallas. He's got a beautiful wife and three kids. And he's also got an awesome podcast out there called the Rising Leader Podcast. Jason, welcome to the Success Edge, man. 
All right. Thanks, Tyler. It's great to be here with you. appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. Well, Jason, man, we're going to have a great conversation here about Jesus, all right, and you sure. know how, how it works in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do this for me. Um, introduce yourself a little bit and kind of tell us how you became a Christian. Certainly. Well, as uh, you mentioned already, my, my most important credentials are being a, uh, a dad to three great kids. My kids are 7, 9, and 11 years old. That keeps me pretty busy, and uh, I've also been married for 18 years uh, to a beautiful woman, and uh, I look at those as being the uh, the number one credentials uh, in my life, and without them, my life wouldn't be anything of, uh, of what I, I would want it to be, so very blessed there. Um, you know, I, I, I think you, you pretty much encompassed uh, who I am um, and, and some of my, my background, but uh, I... Uh, I was, you know, I, I'm in business. Uh, we help businesses in the, in the work that I do. I've worked uh, as a consultant. I've worked inside uh, corporations, even a, a, a Fortune 12 corporation, and then in, in small business as well. And, uh, you know, over the last several years have really, uh, really enjoyed the fact that I've been able to put more of my faith into the work that I do. And uh, so that's, that's a lot of where, you know, you and I, have, we've talked, we had a lot in common here and a lot, of, a lot of the same focus in terms of what we're trying to do with our faith and with our careers and with the work that we do every day. But uh, I, I was fortunate, just kind of going back a little bit, I was fortunate to grow up in a, uh, a Christian family, grew up in the Oklahoma City area, um, grew up in a great church, great supportive church. Uh, with great people in it that just were nurturing, and um, you know, I, uh, my my faith was built by family, uh, you know, grandparents that uh, are faithful people, and uh, and then good mentors as well. Growing up, my dad and uh, a youth minister that uh, I like to say uh, took a, a small little uh, low kind of low self esteem kid. And uh, said, you know, Jason, you can do anything you put your heart to when you've got God on your side. And uh, that, that was big for me uh, growing up and very much as a foundation for my faith. Man, that's awesome. I, I, like, uh, I like the fact that uh, you, you know, you come from a background that, you know, your family, you know, definitely had you grounded in the word. I mean, was there a time, you know, when you actually, you know, was it when you were real little when you accepted Christ, you said, or was it maybe when you were in, uh, you know, uh, middle school or something like that, Jason? Yeah, I was 11 years old, and wow. uh, I accepted Christ when I was 11 years old. I was at uh, summer camp, and I knew kind of, you know, I, I knew what was right, but, uh, you know, growing up and growing up uh, in church every Sunday and Wednesday nights, um, but I also grew up going to church camps every summer, and uh, one summer, uh, and it was when I was 11, um, you know, not only did it just really everything kind of come together for me, but also one of the mentors I was talking about was also my teacher that year. And he really was able to make the, the story of, of Christ and, and what Christ did for us and the importance of following him. He really made that come alive. Uh, to us young kids at that time, and uh, and I accepted accepted Christ and was baptized there at Camp Rock Creek, 
in Norman, yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, Brock Creek. So you got dunked right there in camp, man. They didn't waste no time. No, no, not at all. And the great thing was it was on a Friday night when all the parents come in. So both my, my parents were there, and they got to witness it. I was there with friends and family and church members, and so that was a great thing. Dude, that is so cool. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, you know, Jason, obviously, I mean, you, you being a Christian for this amount of time, you know, you've got to have a favorite verse that's really kind of been your bedrock, you know, as you've been a Christian in the marketplace. I mean, what 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 would you say is your favorite verse? Well, it may be one. I think it's one that a lot of people talk about and, and talk, call their favorite verse. And uh, there's been times in my life I've shied away from it to not call it my favorite verse because other people call it their favorite verse. <laughs> but uh, I, I still stick by it. I've kind of moved past that. But it's uh, Philippians 4.13. Mm-hmm. And I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And that was a verse that I learned early on. I learned it in my teenage years, and I used it. Uh, as encouragement, I used it as motivation during uh, school, during tough times, uh, during difficult relationship times, uh, when I played baseball in high school, um, you know, in college, whenever you're, you're suffering through college and, and exams. And, you know, it was just a constant reminder for me, that verse, that, uh, you know, if you're doing it for God, he's going to be there with you all the time. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you can do so much more with his help and his intervention and his power than you can do on your own. Absolutely. And Jason, I like how that, you know, you, you've taken and you've taken that verse. I mean, what it sounds like is, you know, this is being not just your favorite verse, but I would say a life verse, you know, Mm -hmm. for you. I mean, would that be a pretty accurate statement? Oh yeah, certainly. Certainly. Cause I mean, you talk, you reference not only just, uh, you know, you reference baseball, you reference from college, you know, in the workplace, you know, all these places that you've actually utilized that verse, you know, to be able to help you out, you know, mm-hmm. in getting through any kind of situation, you know, yeah. that's, that's pretty cool, you know? Yeah. So it is. it is now, now tell me this, Jason, I mean, with, with being, you know, the world, the success ed show, um, talk to, talk to the listeners a little bit about success and what's your definition of success is. Sure, and I don't want to sound cliche at all, um, and I've, I've used this many times. I don't think I'm stealing it from someone else, but maybe I am. Uh, but this is just a, a statement that I use for my own kind of mission uh, in life, and that is, uh, you know, living your gifted potential. And my belief is that God has gifted everyone with with unique gifts to be beneficial to other people, to grow the kingdom, and really to make a difference in the world. And um, and so I see success for me. I see success for anyone else when they're able to live their gifted potential. When they're living, they're, they're uh, using their gifts, and they're using them in the way God intended to use them. And it doesn't have to be something grand and something great, but it is using those gifts God's given you and using them in a great way, in a good way in your life. And so, you know, for me, uh, I was one that earlier in my, in my life, um, and I'm 40, so I, I'm, I'm probably midlife now, so I, I do have some experience. But, you know, in my 20s and 30s, I, I would, you know, I, I would kind of shy uh, away from telling people what my gifts are or talking about my gifts or leaning into those gifts. 
I think my gifts are in teaching and communication and, and discernment. Um, but now I, I'm realizing, and the more I study it, uh, the more I, I listen to God's word, the more I, I feel like, and, and even in Paul's word, you know, if we're going to boast, you boast in Christ. And uh, not that I'm boasting in anything that I do and do great, but I do believe that uh, there's room here to say, you know, I'm proud of how God has gifted me, and I'm using that for the benefit of others and, and for his kingdom. Man, that's and, really good. Uh, I, Jason, this really I wish good more people would saying. do that. Yeah, no, this is really good what you're saying because, you know, I, God, all right, so Success Edge, you know. <laughs> SEC, this is good so far because I feel I can hear I can hear right now that, you know, that young 20-something-year-old or even that 30-year-old, or really any age, I mean, for that matter, Mm -hmm. but, Mm -hmm. you know, that younger, you know, like you said, that younger Jason was hesitant to leaning into their strengths, leaning into their giftings that they might have had. You know, you, you, mm-hmm. you kind of, you know, I think sometimes, in, you know, tell me if I'm right or wrong on this, Jason, but sometimes, it, you know, they – we, we, when we're growing up or when we're kind of getting in the marketplace, we're trying to figure out what is my gifting, you mm-hmm. know, what am I good at? You know, and we kind of bounce around like a pinball, you know, from maybe one job or maybe we might try this thing, this business or whatever. And we find that maybe the, you know, I'm not good in sales, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it might be, I'm not good talking on the phone to people all the time. Or maybe it's yep. like, I'm not good present, presenting, you know, something, and yep. they bounce around a lot, and they never really totally realize um, what their gifting is. I mean, and with let me, and I want to do this right here, Jason. I'm going to lead you into this. W- was that probably a failure moment? You know, that you had to kind of realize was that kind of a failure that happened? You know, in the marketplace with you, that you you know said, "Man, I'm holding myself back, and I'm holding God back." I mean, was that kind of what happened? Yeah, yeah, I, I think it was, and not just that, but when. I would be successful. I wasn't looking at it or thinking about it, and I wasn't grateful to the power that was in me to do that, the giftedness. Hmm. I was wow, looking Sam, at it more right. of skill. Jason, Jason, wow. All right, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you say, say that again, okay, because that's really good, what you just said. Say that again, all right? God, I'm not sure if I can say it exactly the way I said it before. I but know. You know, when I was younger, I would often believe or think that it was due to my skill, not my gifting. Hmm. And, and, and so that would then lead me to not be grateful for the gifts that I was given. Hmm. And I would rely more on and, and think more of myself and my own skill. And uh, that, that's, you know, we can boil that down to pridefulness, right? Yeah. And yeah. we really got to watch that because, you know, I don't care if you're you know promoted to a high level in your company or if your company's doing great and you're the CEO or, you know, or maybe you're just really good at doing whatever you do. If you're a good attorney, you know, you're good in the courtroom or maybe you're good on the basketball court. Whatever it is, we got to be careful, not let that pride creep in and say, yeah, it's my skill. Mm. Yeah. We got to be. We, we got to have that perspective. I believe of, of saying it. It you know, being grateful that it is a gift that God is allowing you to to display and to use. And Jason, and, uh, Jason do and, you and have like me, a do you have a specific example? You know, of you when you kind of 
you saw that and that happened in your life? Yeah, well, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's specific, a specific time, but I will tell you, I started doing training and, and speaking and, uh, you know, when I was 28, 27, 28 years old. And, uh, and at that time, I, you know, I looked like I was probably 22 years old. And I'd often get people <laughs> saying, uh, how old are you? And do you have enough experience to be doing this? And I'll be honest, that held me back a lot. Mm. Um, it, it held me back from being confident. But when I would do well and people would say, oh, you know, that, that was great, really appreciated that, that was really helpful, um, I, I found that it did two things. Number one, it fed my ego and my pride, and I began to rely more on my skill. But secondly, what it did is it hindered me from allowing God to do more with me. Mm. And it wasn't till I realized that, you know, this wasn't about me being great and building a skill and all that, but it was about, uh, you know, a gift that God has given me and, and was trying to utilize me as a tool. It wasn't then, it wasn't till then until things began to turn around and, and where I think I went up a level in terms of how I, I do it. And, yeah. and, and, and in that, and it showed its way in, in, in a couple different ways, more than two, but in my mind, two that really were, are prominent. And one of them is I used to be, I would be very nervous before doing a presentation or a training, and I, I would think it was all about my performance, mm. and and I was seeking to impress people, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And and so I learned it was it was kind of it, it you know it reminds me of Tom Lehman, uh, who is the uh, professional golf, golfer. Uh, also known as a, as a really solid Christian man, speaks on uh, on Christian topics and uh, just a really good guy. And, and he said, you know, he would sit over a putt and think, I've got to make this putt. If I don't make this putt, it's going to cost me hundreds, thousands of dollars if I don't make this. And then also, I may not win this tournament or I may look bad. i got to make this putt. And he said he would tighten up and he would try to putt and he would miss the putt. And it was the worst thing in the world for him. But then he said, I gave my life to God. I, uh, I realized that this isn't the most important thing in the world, making this putt. This is really insignificant in the scheme of things. And he said, it was amazing whenever I gave that over to God, and I realized that that wasn't the most important thing in the world. It really doesn't matter in, in the long run. He says, I was able to make sink putts. I wasn't, I wasn't tightened up. And for me, that's kind of the second thing of this is, you know, in my experience was when I realized this giftedness, it really allowed me to not be as nervous anymore, to relax and to realize that, you know, God's using me and and think about how God's using me and try to really lean into that and not take it so personal that it's my skill and it's me either impressing someone or not impressing them. But this is God working through me, and God's going to make make of it what He wants to make of it. Yeah, it's almost like ste- you stepping out of the way, you know, really getting out of it your is. way. Yeah, you know, really. And, and you know, one one thing that I actually had to do for myself, and I utilized some of the things that I learned when I uh, went through courses and and study around uh, motivation and and uh, how you coach people and and things like that and it was to create a mantra that kept me my mind right 
or to change a thinking about something. And so, in particular, for this kind of this, this situation, I actually changed my mantra or, or created a mantra that helped me with this change. And it was, don't impress, just influence. Hmm. And it reminded me that, you know, I'm not here to impress people. And that takes a lot of pressure off of you when you when you remind yourself and you give yourself permission to not have to impress people and look all great and all that. Instead, I'm here to influence. I'm here to help people. I'm here to hopefully give a message or some information or a tool to somebody who really needs it in their life or in their work. Yeah. And that really, really changes good, perspective. Yeah. No, it really does because it totally takes – because obviously if – if you're going to try to impress, you know, somebody, you know, you're focused on, you know, okay, I've got to be the, the, the secret, you know, to this mm. uh, versus if I'm just going to try to influence, well, then I'm other focused, right? You yeah. know, yep. I, I'm other focused and that is, that's really good. That's and, right. you know, Jason, I really do, you know, with kind of going back to kind of maybe a, you know, your failure moment, you know, that's happened early on where you know, you, you know, your skill was, you know, you, God obviously had gifted you, but we can kind of get confused, you know, and with, you know, banking on that gift and then saying, well, man, this is the gift that I've gotten or skill I've got, and man, I'm going to, you know, work this skill and, you know, utilize this. But man, if, if we have that gratitude heart of seeing that, that skill really more as a gift, Man, we we can go to a whole nother level as far as success, you know. Mm, that's right. It, that's now, right. now, now, with I that, think that's where I think that's where God looks to 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 provide even more giftedness to, hmm. and, and you know, I, I can't say I'm an authority on this or that I know this happens or anything like that, but I, I can tell you what I've I've experienced and what I've seen in other people that I look to and that I'm inspired by and that, that um, I, I look up to. And that is when, when you're able to do that, uh, as you're talking about, when you're able to give your giftedness over to God, and that's when God, I think, provides kind of an overflow in that. Mm. And really uh, where, where he says, okay, this, this vessel, this tool is not there for just themselves. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not there to focus on what they're going to gain out of this. And, and now I can, I can bring that, bring even more into them. I can bless yeah. them even more in that. And I'm certainly not saying here that I'm perfect in this and that I don't slip up and that there are times that I let my ego get in the way that, that, that still happens. And, yeah. um, you know, so I'm certainly not saying that I'm perfect and I'm 100% on this. Come, I think I'm on, better Jason, than I you was. Mean you're not perfect. You know, come on. I, I mean, you're not. I think you're not I'm Jesus better than I, I went. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, and it's. Uh, I tell you, being out there in the business world, and your listeners know this, that uh, it's very easy to slip back into that mode, that me mode, right? Very easy to slip back into that competitive uh, me versus you type of mode, or you know, um, you know, self promotion mode, and, and so that's um, it's something that I always have to continue to remind myself. Yeah. Now, Jason, would you say whenever you realized, you know, that you needed to be grateful for the giftedness, you know, that was given to you, was that kind of like an aha moment, 
you know, that you had, or was there another aha moment that kind of led to greater success, you know, for you in the marketplace? Yeah, I think it was an initial aha moment for me. Um, but I don't think it was the full aha moment. I think this is something that, that God's grown within me over a period of years. And being being less of me and more of him in what I do on the job and, and, you know, how I use my gifts and how I help other people. So I can't say it was kind of a, you know, magic wand moment, you know, or snap your fingers. And it was, uh, you know, the aha was there and I just moved forward from that point. But um, there certainly was an initial stage of that. But it's been a, a, a growing thing in my life since since then. Yeah, I like and I like what you just said. It's been a growing thing in your life. You know that you mm-hmm. didn't just all of a sudden, you know, uh, you know, tap your toes together, you know, click your heels together and say, you know, take me back to, you know, Kansas. No, mm-hmm. it 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 was a gradual thing that you had to develop because you know, how to say it? Um you know, I'll go back to the, you know, the the Think about the talents and the talents that were given to these people. Okay, the, the the you know the the owner gave the people. Well, they were supposed to be invested, you know. And I look at that investment as you know taking that talent or taking that gift and making it better, right? Than what yeah. it, what it mm-hmm. was in the beginning, and you know realizing that you know the thing that when it, the thing that I give back to the owner needs to be better, okay, and, mm-hmm. you know, that, yeah. that that's, a gra- that's a growing process, you know, in and mm-hmm. of itself, you know, and, yeah. um, man, I really, this is good, Jason, this is good. Well, you know, and what, you know, you made me think of, of another thing uh, about this, and it's going back to one of your, your previous comments uh, a few minutes ago, and, and I think sometimes we, as people, um, well, let me say it this way. We, we have to watch out and not feel like it, or think that there, that every gift is somehow big or wow or, you know, some fireworks around it, right? God gifts us all in different ways. Um, and there are some, some uniqueness in them. And I'm finding, as I look for this in other people, I'm finding different ways that, that God gives people. And so, we, we see the, the uh, spiritual gifts listed in the New Testament. Um, but there, there are, I believe there are more than those, and there are ways that we can be God's ambassadors in the workplace, mm-hmm. um, that, that we help God be seen in, in, in us uh, in many different ways. You know, and I, I think about this because you know, I, I know people who are very good at business, and they may say, yeah, I don't know really what my giftedness is, but you look at them, you you know, you know, your giftedness may be in you know strategy. You know, right. Your, your giftedness, yeah. your giftedness may be in the way that you run a good business, doing business the right way. Yeah. Um, I've got a good friend that you know he said he struggled with this for years, and he realized, uh, you know, he's a he's a president of a company, and he realized that it took him a long time to realize this, but he realized that his giftedness was providing good jobs for good people. Hmm. And and he did that through his businesses and he's run multiple businesses. Yeah. And so you know 
people have different ways of being able to uh, to use the gifts God's given them. And uh, and so, I, you know, I guess I just want to say on that, I can get probably get on a, a longer soapbox on it, and I won't do that here, but that um, you know, I think it's good for everyone to look at ourselves and say, you know, what what is it that God is, you know, trying to impact others and impact the world through me? Mm, yeah, and and absolutely. look for the look for those things. Even they may be even kind of hidden, and you may even yeah. ask someone else about it as well, right? Yeah. What do you see in me that you see that God has given me a gift that I can use for others? Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. And you know, Jason, that kind of takes me into this next thing I want to ask you. You know about you know the projects and the you know what you're stepping out on faith right now in the marketplace you know, to take your faith to the next level in the marketplace. Tell, tell me about that right now. Because obviously it sounds like that's kind of a little bit of what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and thank you for the question, because um, this is exciting to me. You know, I, I, I've spent, gosh, the prior 14 years in corporate uh, business environments, and, uh, and and many of them, you know, public companies, and you know, really the, the dollar being the, you know the 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 Almighty in everyone's day, everybody's lives, and especially even more recently, working with a you know large uh, multinational Fortune 12 company that you live by the quarter, right? You live mm-hmm. by the uh, the profit uh, and the earnings per share, and um, in that case, it could very easily be about profit. It's about money. And, um, you know, after 14 years of, of, of doing that, and although I've always tried to focus what I do on people and working with people and being people before profits, I find myself now in, uh, in an opportunity and working with a great team of colleagues that our focus is of building character-based cultures and character-based people and leaders within businesses. And uh, so that that's what I'm doing. I transitioned into this role uh, as a uh, as a trainer, as a speaker, as an executive coach. Uh, about about five months ago, uh, working with Strata Leadership, and Strata Leadership is the 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 number one uh, character based leadership uh, training and development company, for a better way, if, lack of better way to say that. Um, we work with companies, we work with business leaders, we work with HR leaders to help them create character-based cultures and character-based leaders and managers to really run the business right. Mm. And uh, we are seeing companies that you know, are, are thriving because they've decided that the most important thing is to, be, to run our business with character and to be people of character and to treat people the right way. And it's both your customers as well as your employees. And we work with individual teams as well, and we will work with them, and we'll see teams turn around, teams work together better, and become higher performers uh, individually and as, te- and as a team uh, when they learn and they put emphasis on uh, character within their work. And so nice. that's, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, and it's really, I, I believe, Having the opportunity to join up with a couple of good friends uh, in this in this business, we're small but mighty, and it's a young, growing business. But uh, we're beginning to work with some major companies. Well, and we work with uh, small companies as well, uh, big and small, uh, to help implement 
you know, character-based cultures within those companies. And it's, it's a very exciting, Tyler. Um, I can't remember the last time I've been this excited uh, and, and this motivated in a, a job role. Yeah. And I've done some exciting things, but uh, I really see this being something that not only changes people and makes people better, but you're seeing it make companies better and making communities better. And, and hopefully, eventually, this is something that's going to impact the world as we work with more and more companies. Yeah, well, I, li- I like it. And, you know, Success Edge, you know, I'm going to have a link out there for you guys to be able to link out there in the show notes, you know, obviously for Jason so that you guys can, you know, link up with this company. Because, I mean, it's really cool. I, li- I love this uh, concept of, you know, character-based, you know, companies because, you know, and obviously just for time purposes, Jason, maybe we might be able to bring you back on you know, at a later date. But, um, you know, obviously I would say working for a character-based company, you probably have got a better morale. You know, your employees probably trust you more. Uh, and you probably have got uh, better co- customer loyalty. You know, mm, I, yes. I can see all those benefits because, you know, when you're doing it based upon character and not so much based upon the bottom line of profit, you know, you make much better decisions because the decisions have already been made, you know. Yep. Um, You're so, exactly yeah. right, Tyler. Yeah, you, I mean, you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, most companies struggle with uh, higher turnover, um, worker, uh, you know, tardiness and absenteeism, uh, lower engagement, and uh, even worker compensation, you know, worker comp, bogus worker compensation uh, claims are costing companies billions of dollars a year. And you, you look at when we bring in a character culture and help leaders turn around their culture to focus on that, all of those things that are negative drop. Hmm. And yep. you're doing the right thing by focusing on character. But guess what's happening? You're getting what you just got through talking about. You're lowering operational costs. Because you're not having to deal with as many of those things, the negative things we just mentioned, but also you're having higher uh, employee engagement. They're making better decisions. They're working together better as teams. They're they're faster. They're agile. They're speedier. They're more creative. They're more innovative. And guess what? When you've got people doing that and they're working with character, they're taking care of the customer at a higher level than they ever have before. Yeah. And it is, it's certainly a, a win-win, probably a win-win-win when you think about uh, your company, the people, and then also the customers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's great. I like it. I like it. You know, now, now J- Jason, obviously you being a Dr. Jason Jones, okay, you've obviously <laughs> read a lot of books about leadership or, you know, read a lot of books in your time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, outside of the Bible, you know, what would be the best book recommendation that you could make to the success as you know listeners this is a tough one tyler there are so many uh really good there's there's so many leadership books period right uh there's some that i don't think i'm not impressed by uh but there are some that are really really good um you can't go wrong with any of john maxwell's book and i love his perspective i've I've listened to his stuff and, and read his stuff for years but i'm gonna i'm gonna pull out a different one here for you that i think is very much in line with what I've been talking about and what what our company does and has been one of the more influential books uh, in my life. And that's uh, True North by uh, Bill George. 
and it's all about authentic yeah all about authentic leadership uh, understanding your values and your principles and staying true to those in your leadership at every level of leadership Hmm. i like that i like that and what was the author's name bill george bill george Success Edge, we'll actually have all this actually in the show notes. You might be on the treadmill or, you know, driving down the road right now, but we will have this in the show notes for you. Well, Jason, I got uh, two last questions for you, and uh, we'll call it a wrap. Uh, this has been really good. But uh, tell the Success Edge where the best place is to connect with you um, out there and how to find you. Uh, sure. You know, you certainly can connect with me through uh, Strata Leadership at strataleadership.com. That's S-T-R-A-T-A leadership.com. Um, also, w- one area that I'm pretty active is on LinkedIn. And if you go there, you can find me. Love to, to connect up with you. And my handle there is drjasonjones1. And that's the number one. Uh, so Dr. Jason Jones, uh, number one. Gotcha. And Success Edge will have all that in the show notes for, for you guys so you can link out to him. You know, well, Jason, let us do this, okay? Um, let's take a walk, okay? Let's actually... Uh, all right. And we're going to go back, uh, say, 10 years. And you and I are going to go to a Starbucks. And uh, you and I are actually going to go sit down with the young Jason Jones, okay? This Starbucks 10 years ago. You know, Jason, what would be the one piece of advice that you would love to be able to share with that young Jason Jones? Wow. You didn't prepare me for this one, Tyler, so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of put on the spot here. But let, let's see. Um, the, the one thing. Take the time I, if you I, need I, to, buddy. Would, it's a big, big question, man. I, you know, I the would one say, thing that you want to tell him. Yeah, I, I think I, I would say here that um, – don't don't take everything so seriously. Mm. And remember, God wants you to, to have some fun and to enjoy life mm. and enjoy work as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm reading the book Ecclesiastes right now. And, you know, he, he talks about that, that, hey, you know, you need to enjoy life, okay? And stop being so stinking serious. You know, because uh, it's chasing yeah. the wind. That's what he says. <laughs> Solomon says it's chasing the wind. That's right. I've had some unnecessary stress in my life, and a lot of it was, like I said, unnecessary. Hmm. Absolutely. Well, Jason, man, this has been great. Thank you so much for yeah. being on the Success Edge. Oh, you're welcome. Um, really enjoyed having you on here. I know they probably got a ton out of I mean, all the way from, you know, I, I love what you talked about, you know, living your gifted potential. Um, I love the whole entire aspect of skill versus giftedness, you know, and I love this ac- actual, you know, the mantra you had, Shatter, don't impress, just influence. I love that, Jason. That is so powerful. So very, very powerful, buddy. It's good. Well, thank you, Tyler. You got a, you got a great great podcast here. Thank you for your service to, to people and you're inspiring and you're motivating and you, you keep us on track. And I've uh, found this uh, just recently, you know, you and I got to know each other a few weeks yeah. back, but have uh, really found this to be a, an inspiring podcast. So I will continue to spread the news about you and you, you keep up the good work. Absolutely. Jason. Well, buddy, we'll catch you on the other side.
Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Jason, for being on the show. <laughs> How'd you like that little transition, by the way, SEC? <laughs> you know, I just, uh, anyway, I'm having fun with this, okay? I hope you're having fun with whatever you're doing. But uh, Dr. Jason Jones, uh, man, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, thank you for sharing your heart. Thank you for sharing, you know, just all the different things that, you know, you're learning um, and what you're experiencing actually in the marketplace and what you're seeing you know, in the marketplace. I think it's really exciting what uh, Dr. Jason Jones talks about with, you know, the whole, you know, character and, you know, implementing that into a culture and to the company and having a team character, you know, basically, God, I thought it was just really, really good because obviously it's going to spur so many different things onto that, you know. So obviously, guys, if you want to reach out to Jason to learn more about that, Go to thesuccessedge.biz backslash 66, and you'll be able to connect with Jason. And one of the things I wanted to kind of just point out that he made mention was don't be afraid of your gifts and don't act like a pinball bouncing around so many different places. You know, if people are telling you, man, you're really good at this or, man, man, you've got a lot of potential in this area, you know, really perk your ears up to that, guys. It's, it's a, it's talk, it, man, that's why I love the whole verse that Tim Page, you know, has on the beginning of our, my intro is that your gift will bring you before great men. You know, take that gift, take that gift that you're good at. It might be painting. It might be, you know, whatever it is and start to work and perfect that gift. And by you actually working, perfecting that gift, you're showing gratitude and thankfulness for your creator, your God in heaven, for the gifts that he has placed inside of you. And by you actually exercising and working that gift and turning it over and over and over inside of you and practicing it and, you know, methodically actually going through the exercises of doing that, you're actually exposing your gift. You're actually, you know, bringing your gift to making it better and it will bring you before great men. Man. I could go off on all that right there, but I'm going to stop with that. So, man, thank you, and Jason, for coming on the Success Edge. Really do appreciate it. But, so next week, guys, we have the one and only Mr. Matt Ham coming back on the Success Edge. You might remember Matt's episode, episode 39, where Matt talked about a book that he was getting ready to release, actually called Redefine Rich. And I actually interviewed Matt a couple of weeks ago, and, man, Matt is on point with this book, and I'm going to give you a quick little snippet of next week's episode. And but I would, hi, I, but actually, I would highly recommend going back and listening to episode 39 because you get a good, you know, introduction to Matt. But I want to give you a quick teaser so you'll hear from Matt. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because richness, and that's that's what we say. Kind of the book is a rich legacy, transcend death. Mm. You know, and someone that lives a rich life is going to far outlive their their physical death because the stories and the impact and the ripple that they've left. And in, in all right, SCC, that's all you get. <laughs> I told you next week, episode sixty-seven with Matt Ham is going to be one that you do not want to miss. And obviously, you'll have all that next week. But again, Jason Jones, thank you so much for being on. Uh, episode sixty-six was definitely a memorable one. And uh, gang, go find us out there on on social media. 
Go out there and retweet us. Go out there and follow us on Facebook. Man, it'll be fun. We'll have a blast, and you'll definitely, definitely take your game to the next level in the marketplace. So without further ado, guys, we will catch you guys on the other side. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities He's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting the successedge.biz slash tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Success Edge.